0: So, it's the last Wednesday of 2020, and so it's our last Monogamish Pod episode for the year. Yay! Yay!
1: Happy New Year's Eve Eve.
0: Eve. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happy New Year's Eve Eve, everyone. Um, you know, Christmas Kwanzaa is still going strong because Christmas is done, Hanukkah is done, but Kwanzaa is happening. So, if you celebrate Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaliciousness to you. I don't know what that was. I'm
1: sure but. that's the official greeting mm-hmm. that they like to share.
0: That's that's the official greeting. I swear. I looked it up. <laughs> but we've had a very interesting year here at Monogamish Pod. And I think we've all had an interesting year out in the world, keeping it honest.
1: <laughs> a little too interesting, but yes, I'm sure we all have.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a, is, and was whole-ass pandemic. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people had to switch careers Work from home is now a thing. People got into plants. A lot of relationships broke up. People got together. It's It's been a year of intense change, it feels like. Yeah, like a whole lot. Like I thought 2019 was a year of a lot of change, but 2020 was like, <laughs> bitch, hold my beer. Yeah. I got this.
1: We were not prepared at all.
0: So that's what's happening in everyone's life, I guess. You guys have kind of seen the evolution of what we're doing and the connections that we're making and the conversations that we're having across the years. So thank you so much for listening to us and being a part of the monogamish pod family. Uh, Honestly, we really appreciate the growth and the change that we've had. Uh, We've signed on with all playground. They are our partners um, in the podcast world right now. Um, We've made connections with a lot of other great podcasters and, you know, other black polyamorous people and we hope to keep doing more amazing discussions and conversations and meeting new people in 2021 and i know some people are like oh well you know we recorded in 2020 oh, my episode hasn't come out yet yeah it's coming it's coming do you guys realize we had so much content so yeah
1: just be patient
0: so That's much actually content.
1: one thing that also changes here we had so much more content more than could fit in one year crazy enough
0: Yeah. And I mean, also because I had a lot of free time on my hands, I was furloughed from my job and was unemployed for many, many months. And so I had a lot more time to do things than I usually would. And then I started a different job, which requires me to have way less time than I usually do for anything.
1: Yes. And only works in extremes. Either all the time in the world or absolutely none.
0: So um, that's been different. It's an adjustment, just still trying to get in the flow of everything. And of course, in January, my job changes again. Same job, different hours, different scheduling. It's going to be even, even more interesting to follow. Sham, you know, it's pretty steady. Sham is a stable one in this union right now.
1: Yeah, my life is pretty much the same as it was before. Uh, got a dog, there's that, but mostly just the same. Same job, same wife, same everything.
0: Yeah, so it's it's interesting. I mean, I started dating or like not only dating. I started talking to a bunch of people this year. Then we didn't talk anymore. Then talk, talking to new people and some of the people so I'm still uh, talking to.
1: A lot of the uh, the talking stage, as the kids like to put it.
0: Uh, not, not even necessarily like that. Like I don't even consider it to be like a romantic sort of thing. This is more or less like you know making connections with people and getting to know them and kind of deciding how we want the relationship to move forward or kind of letting it flow organically. So right now there's nothing romantic that I have going on with anyone or like even sexual that I have going on with anyone. It's just, you know, getting to know people, literally actually talking to them (laughs) and getting to know them uh, with no kind of expectation of how it's going to turn out, I guess is really where I'm at right now. And I'm totally okay with that. Uh, I'm not planning on shacking up with anyone or doing anything crazy, like getting married anytime soon.
1: Yeah, this would be the weirdest time for that, you know, not in the middle of a, a panoramic
0: or yeah. whatever. Yeah, listen, it is not the weird time for a lot of people. A lot of people are out here doing some some crazy stuff. Um, so <laughs> this week's episode is more of like a year in review and covering a couple of articles that we did not get to talk about this year, just like a couple of interviews we didn't get to air. Yeah, there's a lot of that. We're tr- I'm trying to push all the content we did for in 2020 that didn't air into the first quarter of 2021 so you might be wondering how does this fit in it it just it fits because i make it fit okay let's just get that out there also sham and i just realized there are like five wednesdays in december like this is the fifth wednesday the fuck
1: (laughs) yeah it's like 2020 just doesn't want to end just 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 giving us more
0: yeah. Yeah. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> I was like, Oh, you should have more than enough time. And then the year was like, yeah, even though we have five Wednesdays, you still have like two months worth of content you need to put out. So how's that going to happen? And it's not, it's not happening in 2020, but 2021 first quarter, if you interviewed uh, with us or with me and the episode has not dropped yet, it will drop in the first quarter of 2021. Um, some episodes will be merged based on the content of the interviews. Um, uh, Like we have, two interviews that were not the same, but were with people who identify as het men. And so, you know, those interviews are actually going to be put together into one episode. And you can kind of hear the two different sides of it. Someone who's been, you know, poly for a bit and is into kink and someone who is very, very new to the space and coming from a very different background. Very different. And
1: very different story, let's say.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very different stories. So it, I, I don't want to, put them as like polar opposites but they're also like kind of opposite anyway that's too much about this one thing i'll probably do this exact same intro not the exact same because i don't remember anything but i'll probably do an intro similar to this when that episode is airing um but for now let's just let's get into it let's thank our lovely lovely sponsor old um hey. <laughs> Big up to the fam over at Alt Playground, all our fellow podcasters, all the lifestylers that we've met over there. Someone wrote in our community today. I need to check that now that I remember it. <laughs> but yeah, so thank you everyone for supporting us on altplayground.net. Everyone who signed up this year, you know, thanks for joining the winning lifestyle website team. We appreciate you and looking forward to building bigger and better things in 2021. I mean, we've talked a lot about what Alt Playground has to offer. You know, the different lifestyles, different genders, different orientations, just the big wall, the video, the forums, the literally we've talked so much about all the features that it has. And um, I know that there's a special meeting that a bunch of us have in early 2021 that we're going to be discussing how All Playground is going to be changing the landscape for you guys in the next year. But
1: imagine even more coming. Right. Oh, you just heard
0: so until we get to that point, you know, just thanks AltPlayground.net. Sign up there today so you can, uh, like I say, get in on the ground floor to be on the winning team. That's that's all I'm gonna say about that. So before, without further ado, I'm Jen.
1: I'm Sham, and <laughs> where?
0: Uh, all right back again back again back again uh so let's think what did we do this year okay let's 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 not phrase it like that what did we do this
1: year (laughs) oh that's that's an even better question yeah because we did a lot a whole lot this year I mean, are we going chronologically or just 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 picking things at random?
0: Well, picking things at random. What's one of the favorite things that we've done this year as a podcast that's popped into your head?
1: Uh, well, hmm. I mean, we ended our first season. And that was a thing. Like, it was a nice little, like, oh, this thing actually has, we, we actually accomplished something. Like, we've had a, a full set of episodes and season that kind of wrapped up, even though it didn't didn't really wrap up because we still had bonus episodes coming out but you know it was it was crazy that oh yeah season one in the bag and then a little break and then right back into season two you know it was, it was like two milestones that we you know went through
0: yes yes i know some people ask like why'd you break it up into seasons because i could because yeah I could. that's that's really it um so there's a
1: difference between the two of them i think
0: yes yes there is a huge difference i mean i think we kind of ended season one with how we wanted to start season two if that makes sense
1: yeah slowly like we slowly started adding more interviews and stuff and then season two just buttload of interviews
0: Yeah, but I think it's also just, like, I. there are things that I know I'm not that knowledgeable about, and I'm also interested in hearing about people's stories. So Mm -hmm. if you're knowledgeable about a thing and you're also polyamorous and you're a person of color, I definitely want to talk to you because I need to know, like, how your poly operates, the kind of stuff that you do. And then just kind of like uh, having those conversations about key topics. So for sure, I'm going to say next season, we have some very serious topics coming up. Um, Different people who are experts in different fields are going to be coming on to talk about things. And that's great.
1: Yes, we're going to learn some more, which is always fun because I I, I learned. Yeah, that's another thing within 2020. We we learned a whole lot about a lot of stuff from a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed it, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was great. Let's see. My favorite conversations that we've had so far definitely have to, I mean, of course, interviews always, you know, we get some great people on here that I've low-key stalked on Instagram to get them to come on the show. Hey,
1: whatever it takes, man.
0: Whatever it takes, right? (laughs) One of my favorite interviews that we did was with Vanilla Rose talking about aromanticism and polyamory. Like oh, that I wanted to
1: say that one too.
0: That <laughs> was one of the top ones. I really, really had never considered aromanticism in that way before. Because we always talk about asexuality when we're talking about things like this. And aromanticism is never really covered because there's this idea that romantic relationships are the only relationships that are valid even like in mainstream media like friendships and other kinds of connections are not valid like even just sexual connections which of course polyamory and not monogamy gets accused of being only sex all the time um even those relationships are put at a more important value than relationships that are not inherently romantic so it was good having that conversation with her I mean, definitely open to having more conversations with V in the future. Hi, V.
1: <laughs> hey, V. Yeah, yeah, that was a conversation that was very, very interesting and very, like, took us on a journey of, like, oh, you had, like, one idea of what aromanticism could be because it seems pretty straightforward or oh, we're not romantic. But then when, you know, V kind of explained it more and put the poly layer on top of it of just... Oh yeah, no. You're gonna be in your loving relationship, and I'm gonna be over here as your little cheerleader, you know, doing my thing. And then, you know, when my time comes, I jump in and all that stuff. And it was just one of those mind blowing moments. I just remember sitting there and just taking it all in.
0: Yes, yes, that was a great episode. My second favorite episode is the one that we did with um, Shereen Pages talking about consent and digital get down. (laughs) Just because of Cherie's, you know, invention, the peen cream, trademark pending.
1: The peen cream. Oh, for the (laughs) acidics.
0: Yes, yes. And I mean, just that there's just such chemistry between the four of us. Like that conversation was so easy. We were just able to flow from topic to topic, and it was not weird at all, despite Sham and Pages actually only met that day. But yeah. <laughs> they met while we were recording this interview. It was kind of like, yeah, um, Sham, here's Pages, Pages, here's Sham. Great, let's record now. Let's dive into it.
1: Yeah, and all this worked out. And yeah, I can never forget the first, oh, was it, five minutes when she, Sherry, was just like, oh, this is the exact same vibe as when. Before our foursome starts, I, yes. <laughs> yeah. well, I was like, wow, within five minutes, but yeah, they're all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, she was right. That tracks, that tracks. Um, so that was a really good conversation as well. What's another pick for you, Sham, since I stole your V1?
1: Okay, I'm gonna steal probably one of yours. I'm gonna guess. I'm trying to remember, because one of our uh, super guests this year, I think, would be uh, Zach Bud, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he gave us just. Just a lot of great stuff this year. Talking on consent, talking on kink. I think I'm going to have to, as much as. So I think the kink one was more fun because, you know, it's kink. But I really enjoyed the way he talked about consent in a way I never thought of. Because, again, it's another thing that I thought I understood because it was pretty simple consent, you know, you consent to something. But then he broke it down to every interaction in your entire life has consent as a part of it. And just that change in mindset and just every way that he broke it down and then he kind of introduced the kink into it and relationships and such. Yeah, so that was definitely one of my my favorites. And Zach's just a cool dude who's just chock full of knowledge. I feel like we barely scratched the surface, but you know, if you want to get in deep, you gotta you gotta pay that money. But we Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah go pay Zach some money. But he he really gave us psych like, a wealth of knowledge which is, again, just the tip of his iceberg,
0: I imagine. Yes, Zach knows a lot. Zach knows a lot of stuff. And we did have some really great conversations. The consent was actually one of my favorites as well. Um, And, I mean, he does these talks on radical selfish care that are really dope that I've, you know, been privileged to see him give. And it's just, yeah, Zach's all-around great dude. So shout out to Zach. Cheers. Props to you. Pew, pew, pew. Um, let's see. Is that a sound of props? That is the sound of props. Yes. That's sound of props. That's it. Let's see. One other conversation that we had that I really 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 enjoyed. Actually didn't even take place on the air. Um, just like getting to talk to people from different walks of life and Sham doesn't actually even know this person yet. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but talking to trey michael who is a fountain of knowledge on non-monogamy and polyamory like she is so intelligent she is so in tune with you know words meaning things and actually understanding what they mean and um she's been on a couple of i've uh, been a couple episodes of another podcast I'm not going to be a hater and be like why weren't you on mine because it's in the books. It's in the books. This hasn't happened yet. Um, but Trey really, really gets to the heart of certain issues and conversations. And there's just such this I guess, wealth of knowledge that she has, that she's so open to sharing with us and helping even the most layman of people understand polyamory. So even if you've been in polyamory for a long time, I'm pretty sure there's something that Trey will describe to you kind of like, whoa, oh, I never thought of it that way. Okay. All right. So I'm excited for Sham to get to know Trey better.
1: I mean, it sounds like a fun time. I, I know that feeling you were just describing and, and I, I enjoy feeling it strangely enough as much as, you know, you think being caught off guard would be weird, but it's it's been fun on this podcast in particular.
0: Yes. Yes. So great. Okay. So let's see. How many did I, I think I did four. How many did you do Sham? Did you do two or three? Oh, our favorites. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so oh, you did, no, you did, you did the, the, the new season. You did Zach. Oh, you yes.
1: mm-hmm. So I guess you I did.
0: did.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I can do one more. Yeah. You see that you again. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> okay, fine.
1: But how could I not go with, of course, our chat with Jet Setting Jasmine and King Noir, King Noir <laughs> uh, about, you know, th- just them being awesome people and what the work they do and, you know, the sex work and, online and of course the the BIPOC and all that wonderful stuff. It was just a great conversation in which Jen was freaking out the whole time but keeping her cool. It's very it was very fun to see.
0: Because
1: (laughs) during during every episode, a little inside baseball here, like we have we we try to sneak like little messages to, to each other like via text. Well via via messaging app and it's like Jen is just on the episode like, oh hey that's really interesting. That's nice. And then in the in the chat, just like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. Oh my God, the pennies are wet. Oh my God, how am I going to do this? And then it was just fun being in the middle of that dynamic. And the conversation itself was also fun. Just them as people, very awesome. They're kind of these big stars, but somehow we fit right in with them as a conversation. And I, I really enjoyed that.
0: Yes, humble. They're so down to earth. Like, there's, we were just, it was easy to have that conversation. And I didn't expect it. Like, I hoped for it, but I didn't expect it. Because, you know, like, where guys, we're like not that famous, right? If we're keeping it buck right now, like yeah. <laughs> our podcast numbers are way smaller than these major outlets that do lifestyle podcasts and podcasts about non and polyamory. So the fact that they were even willing to be on the show had me like in a panic. And fun fact, did, I, did you guys know that I have an anxiety disorder? Pretty sure I might've said this before, maybe not. Um, so I am anxious all the time. <laughs> and that was just kind of like a whole layer of pressure I put on myself about that of course like you know me being able to text you know shyam to the side and kind of like blow off that steam definitely helped the conversation because otherwise ooh, that would have been bad but yeah you know i was able to keep my cool keep it together and yes those are some of our favorite favorite conversations of 2020 for show sure. and most of those, yeah all this took place in season two actually now that i think about it um the season one I think towards the end we did a lot more interviews with people that we brought back for season two so that was also great I like that um but yeah that's that's the Monogamish season two 2020 breakdown I guess you could say
1: oh yeah wait if if you know since we didn't do season one I'm trying to remember does this count as season one the oh I, I just I was just looking at her name um
0: Keisha Delilah.
1: Delilah, yes.
0: Yes. It's sad, we were but we like,
1: okay, wait, she's pretty. She has big boobs. <laughs> yeah. I
0: was like, which woman are we talking about? Right. There's so many women Yeah, yeah, Delilah. Yes. That, that's that, right. That, that, was, a, that was our that finale. That was one cool yeah.
1: thing we did. We're just like, oh, we're on someone else's show. We're, we're making a an almost public appearance, I guess, even though that was via phone, but it was cool just to be a part of something, even though it came at a weird time because that was also in the middle of the whole... Black Lives Matter protests like really ramping up and we had to kind of react to that, which is fine. We have no problem with that. It was just really strange because, you know, it's kind of a a relationship-based podcast where you have to talk about, you know, real stuff in the world. But the experience was really good and it was really awesome that we got to be on that show and I loved it.
0: Yes, yes, of course. So now if we're doing that, I got to give special shout out to the couple of other interviews that we did in season one for the year of 2020. We talked to Polyamorous Black Girl, who was amazing. Shout out to PBG. How you doing? Uh, we got to talk to the co-founders of the Polycultural Diversity Alliance and Black Poly Pied, Shree calica roman and shenay jackson kendall that was great um we actually interviewed poly role models kevin patterson that was a great conversation as well that was like our se- i think kevin really was our segue into like doing more interviews now that i think about it yeah, that
1: was one of our first big ones i remember correctly like he had yeah. like he's he one of the first for like oh he's got he's got credentials he's he's known places he
0: does stuff he was on the Tamron Hall show, bro. Like, he was on, like, a, a show that comes on on television. Whoa. So crazy. that was, like, intense. Uh, so that was great, you know? So shout out to Conversations with Those Amazing People. And, oh, I have another funny one that we did that I really liked, which was the the movie and TV show ones. should have been a triad or should have been Polly. Those two episodes were also really fun to do.
1: Oh, yeah. That's just us, us you know, just, just, just whatever comes out of our brain trying to have fun while also you know really trying to break down pop culture because as much as we've gotten more interview, that's pop culture is a big part of you know what makes up the show because we think probably should be a bigger part of everyday life and the world that we're living in pop culture makes up that world so any kind of way we can interject you know our lifestyles and different ideas of lifestyles into pop culture you know we, we try to do it
0: Yes, That's yes. That was a fun
1: I'm, one. I remember, I remember when we were coming up with that, and we're just, just sitting down, going through all these TV shows. It's like, I mean, does this count? I, I guess. Is this? I, I feel like a couple of like Disney ones in there and stuff like that. It's like, well,
0: maybe, maybe they will. not
1: <laughs> It's like, yeah, we're gonna make this work. Yeah, that was a real fun one too. A good looking out.
0: Should have been a triad. Just saying, like, why are we fighting over people when you could just be a triad? Stupid.
1: A triad. at the. Uh, oh, there's a shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yep guys don't steal our idea we're gonna do it it's coming mm-hmm. out the design is coming soon message our, our designer right now please
1: yes the problem is that i like going wait for it to work we'd have to put like different famous triangles on it and i feel like those people might too
0: we're gonna put like an isosceles triangle and an equilateral triangle together Boom. Should oh wow. have been a nah. <laughs> oh, oh you met famous people i thought yeah, you might famous. That's <laughs> I thought you meant famous triangles. Like, in- <laughs> uh,
1: are there famous triangles? I mean, there's the pyramid. Um, mm-hmm.
0: An equilateral uh, triangle somebody... is a famous triangle. Just saying.
1: Oh, oh, sorry. Excuse me.
0: <laughs> yeah, and yeah, uh, guys, happened to. I don't even like math like that, but I did like trig. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, but yeah, okay. So we've done our review of 2020. So Sham, what is one news story that you wish we'd gotten to cover this year?
1: Oh, yes. This new story. So, funny enough, I found this story by accident. I wasn't actually doing any work. I mean, I, I totally do work and research for the show, guys. Definitely, totally, always. But one day, I was looking up, I was on Hedonism website. Hedonism, of course, is a lifestyle swinger nudist resort out here. I mean, I guess it's mostly a nudist resort, but swingers flock to it because it's a nudist place for adults to go and have sexy times. And I was on their website, and they have little articles sometimes, and I saw this one that that really sparked my eyes, it says five subtle signs and symbols that swingers use. And I was just like, wait a minute, there are secret signals and, and signs out in the world that I don't know about? Have I been walking past swingers in daily life and just not knowing how to contact them? And so I, I had to read this article. And, of course, I did. <laughs> so, let's see. Go through this. Huh. The very first one now, part of the reason I have to share this with, with Jen in particular immediately was passing the vibe check. Now, <laughs> there are these little, little necklaces that are, I don't know how to describe it, it's a little silver it's a silver pole looking thing. And it's like, it just looks like just typical jewels It's like, oh, it's a, it's a simple shape, it's silver. What, you know, what could that mean? But it's actually a secret vibrator that, you know, Mostly women, uh, I imagine men too, wear around their necks and it's one of those if you know, you know type situations where if you're not in the know, you're just gonna think, Oh, that's a cool necklace that you've got on. But if you know, you're gonna know that it's a vibrator secretly. And the reason why I instantly recognized it is because our lovely co host Jen <laughs> happens to own one of these.
0: Yes, yes our... I hear
1: the first time she showed up and she's like, oh, look at this. And it just started vibrating. I was like, what, 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 what is this? What sorcery is this? And you're just going to wear that in public. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, she did because no one ever knew because you would never know. It was just a nice little secret. So, you know, we could be at dinner with like family and friends or just with a pastor or something and no one would ever know. And so that's a, that's a fun thing. I don't know if this really constitutes swinging. It could just be, oh, you're just a, a general horny person. I guess. I don't know. But it's definitely a nice a nice secret nod. It's like, oh, I, I just carry on a vibrator all the time because I'm cool like that.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. I am cool all the time. Thank you so much for noticing that and recognizing my awesomeness. I appreciate it. And yeah, no, it's from Crave. Crave is great. Um, they, It's called the Vesper. It is actually pretty quiet as well. I don't use this one for masturbation. I use it for decoration. If I were to use it for masturbation, of course, I'd have to sanitize it first, obviously, and after, because then I have to put it back around my neck, and that would be weird for other people, I guess. Just
1: a little bit, maybe. <laughs> Just
0: a little bit, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I do enjoy it. It's one of my favorite accessories. I love necklaces. So if you guys know me, um, or knew, if you knew me in the past, for sure, you know, I was like a big ring, and necklace, and earring person, and that pretty much is still the same. Ring's not as much anymore because I have some – issues with my fingers right now, but I'm definitely, you know, earrings and necklaces. I'm still all on board with that. And uh, yeah, the Vesper is one of my favorite pieces. Carry on, (laughs) Shem.
1: All right. Now this next one is way more subtle and could, you could do this one totally by accident. Um, So I'm wondering how real this is, but apparently pineapples are a big symbol in the, the swinger game. So apparently, if you put a pineapple upside down in your shopping cart, that used to be a sign. It's like, oh yeah, I'm down with the uh, down with the swirl. Is that what that is? No, the swirl is interracial. Um, <laughs> but that yes. used to be a, a secret sign. It's like, oh, you see somebody with the pineapple. I guess you give them a nod or something, and then you both know that. I guess hit them up later, and you, you trade keys or whatever it is fingers used to do back in the day. So I'm not sure if this is still a thing now, but upper and that's a big thing it's also uh let's say even if you just have pineapple garden decor or a door knocker just something that's a pineapple at your house could just be a sign that oh this is the kind of lifestyle you're in but i wouldn't suggest walking out to people with upside down pineapples in their cart because the, the pineapple may have just fallen over or something and yeah sure that <laughs>
0: <laughs> that'd be a little risky i think um but i guess if you are in a community that you know is sexually open then of course go right ahead do that thing i saw a funny story about that on the internet where the girl was looking for a house in a certain neighborhood and um went to the store and she bought a pineapple it sounds, of course probably fake but bought a pineapple or was buying a pineapple and she said people were really nice to her in the store and the checkout clerk was kind of like you know why they're being nice to you right she was like, "Uh, no, why?" Or like, "Cause they think you're a swinger. This is like a huge town for swingers, bro. Like your pineapple is in the cart. They think that you're DTF." And she was like, "Oh, that explains why the house was so cheap. Okay, all right, <laughs> got it."
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. Are they suggesting that swinger houses are cheaper because that is that is two points for why I would live there because I could sell <laughs> cheap you- real estate and swingers. Why not? Even if I'm not going to participate, right? like oh there's an orgy happening over at the johnson's house on friday oh i can't make it well that's so cool i'm just gonna chill outside and wave at the people as as they go in
0: i think it was more of like the neighborhood that she was living in like the price houses at a certain level like i mean because the houses are huge obviously to be able to host the parties i guess again remember this is probably like a fake story Mm -hmm. so um but i think the, the idea was more like you know this is like a the area that she was looking to live in a lot of swingers moved to that area i guess so kind of like pbg's idea of like a town like a polyamorous town like a non-monogamous town i guess it was kind of like like a neighborhood that just happened to have a high percentage of swingers that live there
1: Hmm. could you imagine what what a wonderful world that would be (laughs) until you're not, not liking the people and then you're just like stuck with them but that is life all right, so this next one is pretty simple, and I think it's pretty much a, uh, a cash grab on Hedo's part. It's repping home. So the idea is, if you wear, you know, merchandise from Hedonism, or I guess any other sexy resort, that would be a, a way to let people know. Even though that's not very subtle, if your shirt says Hedonism on it, it's going to be pretty obvious. You 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 know, you go to Hedonism, and I mean they may not know that's what you're down with, maybe people don't know the name hedonism, but well, the name hedonism already means um what is it it's it's already something like revelry and like sinful yeah.
0: debauchery
1: exactly, so even if they don't know the resort, they're already going to look at you It's like something's going on here. we don't know exactly what, but you know you you're living a naughty life, so I wouldn't count that one as subtle. maybe if you just got a, a logo like that little h logo, maybe that would help but Yeah, I'm not gonna put this one as really like, I I mean, I would buy Hedonism Gear just for myself, but I wouldn't try to use it in public as like a a secret signal. It'd be kind of like a bad signal, just big and obvious. Yeah. Oh, Batman's coming. How did you know? Well, there's a giant signal in the sky. Maybe that tipped him off. Yeah. But hmm, funny enough, we talked about, we're back to jewelry again. Yes, and this one—it's—I guess this is really, really uh subtle because I've never heard of it. Apparently, a lot of swingers used to wear or do wear black rings. So that's a ring that's totally black, and so I don't know. This, this, this sounds more like a '70s swinger type thing, where just you know, like when they say like anklets, usually mean one thing if it's on one leg or another. Just these little jewelry things that people know. I don't know how true it is now because a lot of people wear black rings just because, you know, black is cool (laughs) or they're gothic or something. So, yeah, I mean, I I would try it. Just having a black ring and see if anybody comments on it. I think that might be the thing where it's just uh, you wait to see if somebody comments on it and then based on the reply, you would know. Because if I just ask a person like, oh, a tiny black ring does it mean anything. And they're... In our know, responses, oh no, just you know, for a dead lover or something. Oh wow, this, this just got dark. But, why would you yeah.
0: even go there, bro? Like, I, I'm sitting here, you're like, oh, a dead lover. And I was like, the fuck? How did we like, get here?
1: Death, unfortunately, in the I, world. So. I,
0: I don't even understand you right now. Okay, like, no, I'm it's for my dead
1: plant. I wear a black ring because of my plant.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: But anyway, no, I don't, I'm in a heavy metal band or something. Anyway. But the point is, I guess it, it's not so much the symbol by itself, but how you react to it. So yeah. a black ring, I don't know. That, that one still feels very general, where, you know, I guess, even though the pineapple like, it's more specific than the pineapple. But yeah, the black ring, I mean, try it out, see what happens. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to start walking up to people and asking about their black rings, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be like, get away from me, you, weirdo especially now yeah
0: i mean here's the thing i think if the ring had the logo on it the polyamory logo or something like a pineapple or something on it then maybe but otherwise i'm like that's not really a
1: thing Actually, yeah that's kind think. of smart combine the black ring and the pineapple if that yeah. happens by accident the odds of that are so are so crazy
0: yeah so low i think
1: it's like okay the black ring and a pineapple something's going on here and i'm going to investigate but respectfully of course and then the last one, at least on this list, is Strong Emoji Game, which is simply just if you go on Tinder or any other dating site where you have a, like a profile, you might see a unicorn emoji or a pineapple emoji, and that would be kind of a sign that they're down for the life. The unicorn one makes sense because if you're a looking for a couple, you can have that unicorn there to let people know that you'd be a unicorn. Or I guess if you're a couple looking for a, a third you'd have the unicorn say, oh, you're a unicorn hunting. And then I guess the pineapple is just general swinging. So, I mean, it kind of works because you're already in the realm of a dating site and you're going to ask about stuff. So it wouldn't be crazy to ask, oh, what's that uh that pineapple about? You know, some people say that could be a swinger sign. I mean, I don't know about that, but would you know about about that? And that's your little, your little bait to reel them in, I guess.
0: I mean I guess yeah, that'd be a thing, okay, and then my one that I think I want to add to that list would be the polyamory tattoo, like the oh. tattoo that'd be like super easy and super obvious, oh. I think so, well, and you we would yeah. only know if you know
1: huh, funny enough, I have an exact story well it's it's kind of a non story unfortunately because i'm 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 kind of i was, I'm a coward, but anyway, I was in Starbucks, funny enough, and there was this a, a woman with the the actual infinity Heart tattoo just on her back, which was ex- which was exposed, and I'm there looking at it and I'm trying to figure out, does she know what this means? She has to know what this means. People don't just get this tattoo randomly. You don't go into a tattoo shop and get a very specific symbol permanently imprinted on your body without knowing what it means, right? But then what if she doesn't? It could just mean that she thinks, oh, love is forever or something and thought it looked cool. So I totally chickened out. I wanted to like just go up and ask her like, "Oh, nice too, What does it mean?" But you know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to make things weird. Also, she was there with a boyfriend, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess exactly. if she was a swinger, that would work out. Because yeah, you know, if you're poly, there's got to be at least one. Well, doesn't have to be, but that does account for. Oh, you could have a boyfriend. You could have two boyfriends. It's just one is right here, <laughs> right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, also, like, who knows? I mean, it, like I said, really, who knows? <laughs> we'll just have to kind of see how that goes. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I am curious of how it'll turn out. But um, yeah, let's just, uh, <laughs> We, if you guys have any subtle signs that you think, I mean, people do jewelry all the time. They have it on like earrings, on necklaces, you know, on bracelets, you know, stickers, patches, you know, we know all about those symbols for polyamory and not monogamy but if you can think of anything that we have not discussed here definitely drop it to us in like the comments or something we don't really have comments on like the hosting page but we have it on our website and like twitter instagram so like post it to us there for sure those are things
1: pineapple thing.
0: yeah i know i'm not in the
1: store but like it seems that the whole then having the knocker on your door it's like well if, if mom asks i can be like well i just like pineapples you don't like pineapples?
0: <laughs> yep, that's an idea. Okay. So so look at you planning like, for the future.
1: Should I get one? No, don't get one. <laughs> no, mother, please.
0: I mean, listen, one of my former co workers, I make a joke that her um, in laws are swingers or something. Oh, because, like, we, we used to work together at the place I used to work before she got pregnant and she, you know, took leave, whatever. And she got married to this British dude. And she was telling me about his parents. And I'm like, you know that they're swingers, right? She was like, what? I was like, they're definitely swingers 100% swingers like based on stuff that you've told me they're they're swingers and she's like no I don't think so I was like yes and if your husband finds out he's gonna be devastated so let's not tell him but I'm pretty sure based on what you've said they are swingers and then at one point they were on this like cruise with a bunch of you know other friends
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and I was like
1: they're, yeah, they're right fucking.
0: There, too. <laughs> they're fucking. They're definitely fucking these friends, oh. <laughs> you know. No shame in their game. Do they they can do their thing. But I just want you to know that I'm aware.
1: Oh, this this poor this poor person that you've just ruined their or just blown their minds about their in-laws. Yeah, I can't imagine finding out well anything sexual really about my parents or my in-laws. So to go to go from oh they're they're, they're swingers, that would that would definitely blow my mind. Well, I hope I hope they they. Yeah. I hope they're all having a good time now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hope they're safe. Uh, that's really where I'm at, especially with the pandemic. And so let's see. That was a great article. Thank you for sharing that with us here on the pod. Um, my conversation for one of the things I wish we got to talk about this year, which I maybe I mentioned it, maybe I didn't. I know I posted about it on um, Instagram. There is a Kickstarter that was happening for a book called A Color Named Love um, with these um, two people. Yes, it's a polyamory children's book. Whoa. And so that was something. And, you know, it's kind of like a quad, and they have a child, and, you know, it's very, very cute, very multicolored. I shared it. I know I shared it on our Instagram a couple of times, but I think I forgot to talk about it on the podcast. Um, they had a Kickstarter campaign. They reached their goal in like 10 days because people Aww. really, really want to see these stories. They definitely want to be see their lives represented in a way. Um, I also saw this interesting thing recently. It's not polyamory related, but it is sort of because a poly person showed it to me Um, with Santa being gay and his husband being, you know, Mr. Claus, you know, Mr. and Mr. Claus sort of thing, which I thought was very cute. Um, But I'm totally okay with representation in the world where people get to see themselves in spaces they wouldn't normally do that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's all so, that anybody really wants—just some sign yeah. that yeah, we we exist. We're not some weird weird mm-hmm. offshoot. Just like no, people like this exist, and we're in the world.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm great. I'm happy about this. Their their idea for this children's book is so amazing to me. I was I was literally <laughs> in awe of it. Um, I will definitely link to their Instagram page in our show notes so you guys can see some of the great art they have on here but and uh, they pretty much talk about how the family was kind of formed as well so it's it's told through the eyes of the child you know um her name is Anna and just about the different members of her family and there's just cute little family photos you know like them in Hawaii and you know there's the dad, Dada Ed, like they describe it like, oh, one of the ones is like, here's my Dada Ed. He loves music and his color is red. And I love hearing his sweet songs when he puts me to bed. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. Then you have Mama Leah, who, you know, she has lilac curly hair. Because, of course, it's a children's book. So people are not like white or anything. They're like colored. So <laughs> Mama Leah is literally like purple. And then you have another daddy, Eli and of course the other parent is uh mommy betty so great it's like very cute yeah, <laughs> I'm all
1: adorable and yes for anybody's gonna jump and say you know should you really be teaching these things to kids yeah because for one it exists in the world and the kids are gonna have to find out one way or another might as well introduce it to them in a way that's easy for them to understand so that they don't you know aren't freaking out or wondering what's going on and also kids they understand things like it's adults don't that, that, that don't. <laughs> yeah, like everything is new to a child. If you tell a child that you know, uh, when people are in love, they they jump off the Empire State Building and that's how they get married. They're gonna believe because they don't know anything else. They're learning. It's you who have grown up with whatever biases or you know thing in your head that's gonna have a problem grasping new concepts. But. Children are literally here to grasp new concepts. So whatever yeah. you can teach them, you, you yeah. teach them right then and there. And you also, no issues kids.
0: with it. Yeah, <laughs> they don't. They don't care if you're gay. They don't care if you're straight. They don't care if you have thirty thousand husbands or just one. The kids do not care. They prejudice is learned. So that's why I like this book. That's why I think it's cute. I'm buying it for my godbabies. Except for the older one, because he doesn't read children's books anymore. He's, like, in double digits. He's, like, 11 or something. So <laughs> maybe not for
1: him. Children's books?
0: Maybe fine. not for him. Yes. But, you know, for, you know, my three-year-old, she's about to be three in February, and, you know, my guy would just turned one. This book would be great for them. So I'm all on board with doing that. So that was a cute thing that I wanted to share that happened this year. I know mine's much shorter, but I just thought it was worth mentioning.
1: I mean, is definitely way more important. Mine is just... I'm not really helping people with mine unless I'm going to help people find a. a uh, hookup. You are
0: helping. You are helping, sir. Don't, don't act like what we do is not helpful. This article is helpful for somebody who's out there in the world who doesn't know the little subtle signs and tricks to look for. I mean, like I said, don't don't just go walking up to people who have an upside down pineapple in mm-hmm. their cart or, like, or happen to be wearing a black ring. Don't do that.
1: Well, but maybe if that couple has had that pineapple in their cart for like three years, I've been winking at you, I've been paying them no mind. Now you know why. It all makes sense.
0: (laughs) It all makes sense. But yeah, so that is my little tidbit for the year. Okay, so what are you looking forward to most in 2021? Do you want me to go first or should you go first? Now you go first.
1: Oh boy, you give me no chance. All right. What am I looking forward to most? Uh, I want to say going outside again, but that seems unlikely right now. I mean, Yeah. With the vaccine exists and so on, but you know, you know, getting it to work and getting it everywhere, especially here in the third world, it's less likely, likely. But uh, but to bring it back to the podcast, um, just further growing and making more connections. We made a lot of connections in 2020, met a lot of people, got into a lot of new spaces, got our name out there, and I really enjoyed that. So I'm hoping we continue to do that. Maybe... I don't know, try some new things. I, I You know, we're like, we tried new things in this year also. So I don't know if... I, I don't have any ideas right now. <laughs> but if we can come up with some new ideas, maybe some new new ways to change or some more experiments with, with the show, you know, just to, just to keep things fresh. And, you know, I'd like to also interact with our fans more, our listeners out there. I'm not say fans. I don't want to be too, too, you know, big-headed. <laughs> but any more interactions we can have with the people... Let let us know you're out there. Let us know what you actually want. You know, let us know if what we're doing is good, what could we be doing better? Could I be better? I know I could be better. Let me know firsthand and I will try my best. So
0: yeah. Yes. 2021, a year of growth and change and putting forward new ideas. I'm definitely on board with that. Wait,
1: wait, wait. Okay. I'm going to, I gave a bunch of simple answers. I'm going to give like one big ridiculous answer. I want to be interviewed by who's good on late night Colbert, maybe. he's the one. He's the only one I watch. Or Jesus Romero. Yeah, we're gonna be on TV in 2021. That's that's my crazy my crazy idea. So it's either you know do more things at the podcast or end up on TV. Somewhere in between that, I think is a good.
0: <laughs> that's a sweet spot for you. Yeah. More with the podcast or on Jesus Romero. That's it. Yeah drive. Oh, All righty. Uh, let's see. I am looking forward to hopefully having more, of course, amazing content to share with you guys. Um, looking to have like dive deeper into certain topics and discussions. I definitely have some ideas for sure for the latter part of uh, 2021. Yes, I said the latter part. I did. I'm glad you guys noticed that too. Because of course, like right now, we ha- I ha- kind of have episodes planned up until March. <laughs> just kind of up until March with content that we already have or I just need to edit and stuff. So, you know, there's that. Uh, So I definitely want to dive a bit deeper into some of the stuff we hinted at this season and uh, have some different conversations. There is some other transitions that probably will be happening with my life in terms of like moving from where I live right now into a whole new space that will be documented. Also, for sure, want to have face-to-face interactions if safely with people that I've been able to meet on this journey like I would love to be able to touch Cherie's face in person like that would be nice just her face. <laughs> yeah yes just her face and then her boobs Jeez.
1: <laughs> okay it's a it's it's in order you can't just you can't yeah. start with the boobs
0: in, in, exactly I want to touch her face first as my <laughs> Scorpio sister and then then I go down to the boobs but, yeah, I just I just want to get to see these amazing people in person who I've been able to make these awesome connections with and, you know, grow and change with this Black, non-monogamous space. I also want to meet more non-monogamous Caribbean people.
1: Like, yeah. hi, guys.
0: Hello. I got an email that says we are number four in relationship podcasts in Barbados. I mean, are there more than four podcasts in Barbados? I don't know. But the <laughs> point is that we're number four. <laughs>
1: Don't go, the, don't go I mean, don't go I mean, people that are that, honest, with that number four honest,
0: hey. i just meant for relationship podcasts. i don't know exactly how many they have so i'm like are there more than four if there are more than four then we're doing great if they're not more than four then we're still doing great because we're on the list so
1: you no know, all it could just mean that as far as a relationship podcast being listened to in barbados so maybe it's like um who else it's like dr drew um Ew. other people and then us. I, I, I thought about that one. Okay. <laughs> I, was like, Doctor yeah, who's I haven't it's...
0: thought about that dude in a long ass time. <laughs> uh,
1: what's the name? That the, the Savage? Savage is another one. Yeah. But you know, those people and then yeah. maybe maybe yeah. are doing just really good company, hopefully.
0: Yes, that's that's what I hope for. But either way, you know, I want to keep breaking barriers in the Caribbean. I want us to be having these conversations from this more Caribbean perspective as well. Because at the, at the end of the day, Shaman and I are still both Jamaican, born and raised in Jamaica. Yep. He's still in Jamaica. And yep. I want to be able to connect with more of our English-speaking Caribbean listeners who are practicing non-monogamy and polyamory. And you know what? I want y'all to be on the show. I I, I want y'all to be on the show. So if you're open to that, we can do aliases. We can do voice modulation if you want to sound like a robot or something. Like <laughs> we can make something happen for you, but I want you to be on the show. So hit us up. Hit my lineup. Slide into my line. DMs.
1: <laughs> yes, sliding into DMs. DMs have been very useful this year for us as a show.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, they have. Oh, so I have a funny thing to tell you, which is going to be horrible, but oh boy. it's not horrible, but it's funny. So I joined Clubhouse. You know, so Clubhouse is pretty much kind of like a forum where you get to hear people talk about certain topics. So kind of like live podcasting in a way, right?
1: Not new thing right now.
0: Because yeah, right now. Um, Twitter, comes, Twitter has a similar thing set up called Spaces, by the way, which I hear is also really good, but I haven't gotten access to that yet. Um, so on Clubhouse, you know, I follow a bunch of different people on different topics, you know, um, on spirituality, you know, non-monogamous stuff, music things, all sorts of stuff. And I was in a room with um, someone that I know is a non-monogamous kink creator and they were talking. And then a couple hours later, I checked my personal um, DMs on Twitter. And someone had messaged me saying that they met me on Clubhouse and they would like to be on my podcast. Um,
1: Whoa. So Look at that. <laughs> let's,
0: let's just start here with the fact that, of course, it was a cishet man. You don't even need to ask. Um, he was black, though, not white as you would expect. <laughs> um,
1: but there's that, yeah.
0: First of all, you don't meet people on Clubhouse like that. Like he and I never had a conversation. I was never one of the speakers. He was never one of the speakers. We never engaged with each other. So I didn't understand where this whole met on Clubhouse thing was going. I was like, this kind of like fake intimacy thing does not ride with me. And then it was like, we'd love to be on the podcast. Like literally that's the whole message.
1: Okay. I was
0: like, so how, so who are you? Why do you want to be on the show? What do you have to to contribute to
1: to the podcast?
0: Yeah, I'm just like, so for me, when I hit people up, anyone who's been a guest on the show knows that when I hit you up, when I slide into your DMs, I'm like, hi, I'm Jen. I'm a host of this podcast. This is what we do. This is what we want to talk about. We're interested in talking to you. Here's where you can listen to some of our previous episodes to decide if it's right for you. Uh, let me know and we'll set up something more formal. Pretty much that's like the gist of what I do. But you just go slide into my DMs and be like, I, I want to be on the show. Okay, I want a million dollars.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, make it happen.
0: Like I just I need more than that. And I think that's also why I put out, you know, those graphics when we are looking for certain guests sometimes. I make the graphics and I'm kind of like looking for someone to talk about this, looking for someone to talk about this. These very specific things because if you respond to that post, you're kind of like, Hey, I am this person I know about this topic. Right. You're not just showing up like, Well, I'm great. <laughs> I'm great and I'm, and I I'm interested in being on your show.
1: I think I'm going to start trying that. I'm going to start DMing random TV shows and be like, I would love to be on the show. Like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I would, I would mm-hmm. love to be on an episode. <laughs> that's it. Life, but I would love mm-hmm. to
0: be. That's it. Like, that's all you have to do. So it was interesting. And then someone else said into my DM on a different platform asking for assistance with something. And it was a white person, of course. And I was like, the caucasity of you to ask me <laughs> to do this labor for you.
1: Oh, the caucasity.
0: The caucasity. Like what do i even get out of this how how is me doing this for you going to benefit me in any way do i get any kind of monetary compensation um you want me to recommend black people for a thing okay great um what are they going to get out of this are they going to get any compensation out of this are there other black people already attached to this project like why would i send by <laughs> black you know following to join an all-white project why
1: yes go gather me some black people please
0: yeah, just just I just, it's just so interesting how people um, reach out to me and the podcast, like trying to get things um, done. And I'm just like, that's not really how this works. Like no real information, no kind of like equity, just, just it is what it is. And like I tell people, I'm like, I, you know, I don't have the capacity to pay you for an interview. If you need me to pay you for your time, we can talk about some kind of plan, like we can promote certain things, You, you know, we can trade this in a certain way. That, you know, it works out best for both of us. And if it doesn't work for you, then it doesn't work. And, you know, it is what it is. Because I don't have a lot of money to pay people to do certain things. And that's fine. But I know my budget.
1: (laughs) But you're at least going about it the way you should go about it. And it's like, hey, let's find find a way to make this work for both of us. And not just help me for no reason at all. Yeah. Or for me, really.
0: Yeah. I'm down to help people. But... Like nah, <laughs> <laughs> but like nah. <sighs> but yes, yeah, so those are those are some fun things that happened in 2020. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. We are, we're looking for for the future. Is there anything else you want to share with our lovely guests as the final episode of 2020 sham?
1: Ooh, actually, you know, when when you started talking about um, seeing people in person, I was thinking, oh wait, you know, it'd be really good if we could record an episode in person. We've never actually done that officially. We did some test runs, you know with us in the same room but it'd be cool one day if we just you know, just me and you in a room even with a guest maybe the guest could be over skype i don't know but you know one day just do a proper episode sit down in a room and and discuss some stuff but we're currently in two different worlds because there's a pandemic out there it's COVID yeah. out there folks
0: mm-hmm. yeah and it's so funny because this year was supposed to be the year i was in jamaica for christmas because um, i haven't been in a couple of years i think last time i was there was in 2018 right
1: Twenty eight, that seems so far away. Has it been? <laughs> that, that, that?
0: that was when we had New Year's on the boat.
1: Yes, yeah, good times. Yeah, we, we yeah. In, we've been we hot girl shit out there, guys. <laughs> yeah. That's 2018.
0: So that was 2018, right? So that would, that's the last time I've been in my country for New Year's. And you know, Christmas and stuff. But so Christmas for me is like not my major holiday. New Year's is my holiday where I definitely want to be close to my friends and my found family and stuff like that, you know? So that's the hard part of being away right now. And so But I, if I was home, you know, we would have been doing this recording thing, even if not in the same room, at least in the same house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So that'd be nice. So, you know, perhaps that's a goal. One day we will interview uh, someone in person. Let's say that
0: yes 2021 let's add that to the list do things in person and you know definitely want the the brand keep growing i definitely have more ideas for our merch shop i know it's been kind of stagnant uh right now just because of this whole shift in what's going on and our patreon our patreon loyal patreon followers i'm so sorry our november bonus episode my mic stopped working like right in the middle of it (laughs) like we were recording this episode and then it was
1: just went silent. And Shab was like... Chap. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was very stressful. And then following got even more stressful because it was just... So is it is it not going to save? Is it not working? Because it was, wasn't was only that the mic stopped working. The, the file didn't save. So we were just in this limbo of, well, do we... We don't want to close the thing and then we have nothing at all and then start over because it was like almost an hour worth of talking. But then... If we close it, we lose all of that. But then also, we don't want to. If we can save it, we want to save it because it's it's a pretty good episode up until that point. So, yeah, uh, stressful. Yeah,
0: I mean, we're still gonna release it, like. So yeah. you're probably going to get these two episodes for Patreon bonus people. Yeah, we're releasing that episode even though I I Mike died halfway through it. Again, that's and... like
1: bonus. It's extra. It's 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 fun. You get to see the real the real us.
0: Yeah, you get to see what really happens behind the scenes. And then for sure our December bonus episode is also going up and uh, just before New Year's. So yay. I mean, you're probably like, uh, oh, New Year's is next week. Uh, I know. It's going up this week. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that's happening and i'm just i don't know i i love this i love us i love the show and that's that's all my gushy mushy stuff you're gonna get from me right now
1: that's all the wet and gushy you're gonna get from jen today
0: <laughs> <Sorry>. Yes, <laughs> but oh which reminds me of a tiktok rabbit hole i've fallen down of people in santa outfits singing what <laughs> yes
1: why santa? why santa with wap
0: it's the holidays.
1: Wet ass. I, I can't think of anything pee that starts for Christmas. Um,
0: it's okay. You don't have to worry about that. Just you know, I... think think of people in Santa outfits singing WAP for some reason. And that's amusing me right now. I guess so. <laughs> but Yeah. So that's, that's what we have. Our last episode of 2020. Woo! Thanks again, you guys, for doing yeah. this with us. Um, let's see where can you find us Sham tell the people where they can find us tell them about the website tell them about the merch shop tell them about the Patreon about our social media tell them about the SoundCloud tell them everything
1: I mean I think you just did all of that but I guess I didn't, specifics. I
0: didn't give the links you gotta give them the links
1: <laughs> you can't find us twitter.com slash monogamishpod instagram.com slash monogamishpod patreon.com slash monogamishpod because we are you know, an, an adults only content, so you can't search for us in Patreon. So you gotta type out the whole link. Um Facebook.com, I think it's slash monogamishpod. Well you can search on that one. So just search Monogamish pod and you'll probably find us there because we've got a page over there doing stuff. Monogamishpod dot com that's where you can find all our episodes in detail with detailed show notes most of the time and you know links to all the things that we talk about and links to all of our social media. So Honestly, if you want everything, just go there. That's the easiest way to get everywhere else. You can also find our merch shop there. That's where you'll find all our cool merch with stuff with our faces on it, stuff with our logo on it, t-shirts, cups, other fun stuff. You can find us. uh, Oh, the podcast, of course, you can find on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Podbay, uh, other podcatchers, Anchor.fm. And, of course, rate rate and review us wherever you can. Five stars, please. If not, Five and a half, four and a half, I don't know. But just review us good. It helps with the algorithm and helps people find us. And more wonderful people can know about this wonderful podcast. Uh, yeah, I did. Mm, 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 podcast and merch. Facebook is that it. Uh, oh, SoundCloud. We we upload our most recent three episodes because SoundCloud is just, just mean and wants us to pay money to upload any more than that. But, you know, we're not rolling dough right now. You know, if you want, to, if you want, if you want to, you know, drop some money on that Patreon, maybe we we'll upload more, maybe just maybe. But yeah, so most recent episodes are on SoundCloud. The last three, you can check check us out there, Monogamish Pod. And I think that's all of it for social media, at least social yes. media website. Yeah, yes. that's about it.
0: That's it. That's it. Um, of course, we do have, you know, links on our site that also have about our guest appearances and other podcasts, um, book recommendations, podcast recommendations, things like that. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? I think that's pretty much it. That's all we yeah. got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be some new stuff. I mean, they'll be doing some overhauling of the website at a certain point um, in terms of like streamlining where you can find certain content, tags, things like that. Um, so that's going to happen eventually. Eventually, it'll happen. But special shout out to Andrea Martucci of the Shelf Love Podcast. You know, being able to bounce podcasts and ideas off of her, having her help me figure out how to use this amazing transcription software that I'm working on, and just getting everything done. Andrea is a real G. Shout out to her. Shout out to our friends at YouTube, right? Yeah. Uh, you can use code monogamish to get ten percent off your order when you order off there. Um, they do have some big things coming in 2021. I haven't in with the owners, so I know there's some things happening. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we do? So yeah, definitely look out for that. And shout out again to altplayground.net for sponsoring us, keeping us in your ear holes on a regular basis. And that's all she wrote. I'm Jen.
1: Oh, I'm Sham. And. and- where
0: another man? You spoke so slow.
1: What? Then? what then? Too early on the first part. Happy
0: cool. New Year, guys! 2020. Bye.